Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Level Up Cleveland. And this week we bring you Mr. Daniel Fox. Cleveland drummer, bass player. Really drummer, though. I mean, drummer is what you yes. mostly do, but you also play bass. Yes. Damn good bass tra- player also. Hell yeah, man. Um, some of the bands you've been in, mostly metal metal style stuff that you're doing here, which is like the most demanding, I, I always feel, as far as drums go. But uh, some of the bands you've been in, you're in, Dope. Yes. Twisted. Yes. Ventana. Yes. Um, you also do some drum tech work. Yes. Um, and some of these bands are maybe a little more familiar, like oh, yeah. Rob Zombie. Yes. Static X. Mm-hmm. Um, you've done some drum tech work for Marilyn Manson. Mm-hmm. You've done a lot of other stuff for Marilyn Manson with Marilyn Manson also. We'll get into some of that also. But um, And some of the bands you were in. You were uh, Mushroomhead. Yep. And in and, and Mushroomhead, you did Did you do some drum work also? Or, or yeah. You, you also did some of the drums and you drums, did... Drums, water drums. The water drum guy. A lot the, of the video stuff Skinny would be filming. And I'd be, I'd be Skinny. No Ooh. kidding. Yeah, yeah. There so you he go. Would film and you were Skinny's double. Yeah, yeah. Save okay. us. Skinnier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we'll call you, then. Skinnier. Not so okay. much anymore. <laughs> Gotta have the neck beard to cover it up. I got <laughs> <laughs> And um, Cyclone 9. Yeah. Wednesday 13, Crossbreed. These are all some of the bands that you were in before. Yeah, yeah. All um, the industrial metal bands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now, real quick, what I want to talk about is, we were just saying, you're a drum tech for Rob Zombie. Mm-hmm. And Rob Zombie was just doing the Sonic... Uh, Temple. Down in Columbus, Sonic Temple down yeah. in Columbus, the festival that goes on every year. Yeah. And Kiss headlined that, sh- that that night. Oh, they did. So you were there with Kiss. They're yeah. fi- this, and this is the year, this is supposedly the, finally, the yeah. final tour. Let me ask you, first of all, the vibe that you got from everything, is this the final one, do you believe? Did you get that, f- f- that was that they're done after this? I think so. Yeah. I think it's yeah. well-deserved, you know? You got to enjoy what you, your legacy, you know? Yeah. Like, as much as we want to see it, or complain about it, some people, but... Pretty yeah. cool, though. Pretty cool time. Amazing. Did you have a good time? I had the best time of my life. <laughs> Our guitar tech, Charlie, for Rob Zombie. Uh, bass tech, rather. Sorry. Uh, we were there. We show up. We're doing our zombie stuff. My buddy Brandon comes up, who does all the Danny Wimmer shows and all that. And he goes, hey, man, like you've taken care of me all these years with picks and all that. You want laminates for Kiss tonight? I'm like, no way. Get out of here. He's like, yeah, I got it. I'm like, okay, we'll see you in a minute. Go to Charlie, like, we're not getting those passes. We're going to get booted. Yeah, laminates are like all, all yeah, access. The Trump, but he comes back five minutes later. He goes, here you go, dudes. Wow. I'm like, are you kidding me? We're going to watch Kiss. I'm like, yeah. Word. So we're we're finishing zombie. Like, they're getting go, go on stage. We're tearing apart, loading out in the thing. We're like, hurry up, hurry up. Detroit Rock City starts. <laughs> boom, boom. All shit. Like, hurry up. Get, go, go, go. <laughs> We finished Zombies Load, and we head out to the front of house, or uh, right in front of the stage. We're like, Wayne's World. Like, we can <laughs> we can go here? Like, word. So we posted right in front of Gene and watched the show and felt like a 10-year-old again. Wow, yeah, man. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. That's well, what I would have done, too. I would have yeah. I, I would have parked right in front of Gene. Right there. In front that of the God I, of yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. Like, that's, the last, him, that's him. That's it. The last time, too, right? I mean, yeah. they're not coming around here no more. Uh, you think th- they're gonna, one they, more time they got, they got one more stop here? October 22nd. I'm going to miss it because I'll be on tour, but yeah. yeah. And that's another thing you got. So, and you have a tour coming up and this is, yeah. this is the thing with you. You're in a, you're in a number of bands. You do a number of things with a number of people. So like you, your schedule pretty much is like one thing ends and then you're ready to hop on to the next, to the thing. next. Yeah. And the next thing for you is with dope. Yes. Dope and static X and seven dust. Yeah. Yeah. And now that's an actual tour, right? That's yeah, that's yeah. several dates. Oh yeah, yeah, month long, I think. Hitting some pretty big spots and it starts in yeah. October. Yeah, yeah. And how long do you think? Well, all uh, the rest of the year till the end of the year, basically. That I'm uh, November, I think first we stop oh. on that. One. Oh, 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 but okay. I'm sure something will snowball, that, and then you have something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These and these tours do tend to sometimes. If, if they're going, out. if they're going well, man, they're not stopping. Let's, let's go to leg two. Let's go to three. Let's go to Europe. Let's go to here. And and with dope, what do you do for them? What's it? I play you? drums primarily, but sometimes I get thrown on bass. And then and then what determines that? Like who plays the drums? <laughs> like um, how do you move the drummer out? Do a you, lot of the times we double up on. Uh, some of us will tech for static on the tours. Oh, so we need people who can do two jobs. Uh, Chrissy Warner, our drummer that played the last tour. Hell yeah, man. Um, <laughs> He is an LED tech for static, so he does that, so that opens up a bunk. 
Now, if I become the bass player and tech for static as well, that opens up another bunk so we can bring somebody else. And Cool. It's that. That's what the term is. It room on the bus. I see. I see. So, so, so like you, even in, even in the the music world now, like being multifaceted is what like they're looking at that as like you know yeah. like you you to be able to do multiple things is is it's critical. Yeah, yeah. Like oh, you can do two. Oh, you can do three jobs. That's when you're like you kind of keep on the hut. You know, I can't do anymore. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> yeah, you know. And we had yeah. Craig Mar- when you had Craig Martini on here, and he was telling oh, us yeah. also when he when he goes out, <laughs> yeah, when he goes out and and when he's doing like tours and stuff like that, and you know he's getting picked by Paul Gilbert to be his, to go on tour with him and stuff like that. And we were kind of asking him too, like and, and you know guys like you and him, you know, like the one thing you have in common is to get to get to do all this stuff, you have to be liked. Yeah, or they gotta like you, man. They do. Like seriously, vibe they do. is a lot of it. Yeah, and and what Craig would always say is he's like the key to him that he always said he's like you need to be helpful and you don't need to be helped. Like you you never need to be helped by nobody. Like you're right. but you're always there to help people when they need it. You're that guy. Yeah, keep if, your tail down low and be help. Speak when you can help out. Yeah, you know? man. And yeah, it, it goes a long way. And not going, I need credit for this. Oh, I did that. Just. Level out and people notice it. Yeah, like, man, and that, yeah. that that's great. That's a personality trait that you know what yeah. I mean. Like you can't you can't practice. No, that's you and know you, what I mean. You like le- learn to live with people because you're on a tube with twelve people, <laughs> twelve different personalities, twelve different people that burp and fart and have terrible <laughs> sleep habits. Hell yeah. And you got to learn to live with it and know, learn that the world's not about you. Sometimes that's what I've had to learn a lot about. Like oh, someone made a noise at seven a.m. My day's ruined. Like only person that affects is me. No kidding. Like my yes. day's ruined because someone made a noise. You're in a rock and roll tour. What yeah, man. Problem, Life, yeah, bro? this is what you've always wanted yeah. to do. Here you are. Don't let a fart ruin it. Oh God. <laughs> you ate my, my fruit snacks. Oh God. Yeah. Like, grow up. Yeah. So I've a, learned that recently in the last couple of years. That's good though. That's yeah, what you, tolerance it's called. You have to learn because what's the point if you're just staying at the same spot? Yeah. Learn anything. Yeah, these are the kinds of things that no one really thinks about or knows about when it comes to these kind of things. I see the the band on stage, and then that's that's their their whole entire interaction. But the stuff that happens when they're not on stage is the really crazy stuff, right? You know, and some people need coddling, like they need they need a person that can they can vent to, like had a bad show. I know it's not your fault, but I'm yelling at you right now. You got to be that guy sometimes and let it roll off your back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Someone's screaming at you. It's like. I got you, bro. I got your back. I'm your, I'm your boy. Hell yeah! You know, I just wanted people to see, get a little taste of what you're about because you, you're, you're out there doing it, man. You know what I mean? You're not just a drummer from Cleveland. You, you're, you're out there. You're a musician, and you're out there doing it. Thank you. I want to kind of go back now to the beginning a little bit. I want to take things back. I want to say like, how what, when you started it all off, and when you start, when you begin this whole journey, and when drums become a fascination to you, and all that stuff. How does it, how does it all begin? Because I'm assuming you started as a drummer, right? I mean, that's yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, it started as a little kid mimicking my uncle and what he was into. Oh, he's in the Motley Crue, in the Kiss, and all the like Poison. I like poison. I don't care what anybody says. I'll rock poison until my dying day. That's cool, man. Whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I love that stuff. Striper. And I, I just got into it. I'm like, this is cool. Then I started, he got a drum set. So when he's at work, what am I doing at home? Playing girls, girls, girls at like five years old, learning the beat. So I okay. started from there. And then he gave me a guitar that he got that was a Lita Ford radio contest from like MMS back in the day. It was a BC Rich Warlock. Yeah. So he gave me that. Then I started getting interested in guitar and bass and just kind of just fiddled around with everything, but got in the drums really solid, like 98, 99. And you really, and you really took that seriously. Did yeah. you ever take lessons and all that kind of thing for drums no. or did you just practice your way through all that? I just put on records, like the t- story always here and a lot was going to mushroom head. Cause he was in the Hatrix back in the day and he always tried to turn me on. You got to check out this band Hatrix, man. Dick's night out. All this got to check it out. Here's the tape. Yeah. So I got into that, then the Hatrix, take me to Hatrix shows. Then Mushroom Head came along, and I was like, I really like that drummer. I like his big drum kit. It looks really cool. <laughs> so yeah. I really want to play that instrument. So it started going to more and more Mushroom Head shows. Then I love their show. They're throwing bags and bags of confetti, and it's all crazy. So I'm wanting to emulate them. I go to Mark's Discount, buy a paper shredder. I'm going to Scene Magazine taking all their scene magazines, all these people paying for their advertisements, and shredding them in the garbage bags and taking them to Mushroom Head shows. But then I get the attention of Rich, uh, Dinner Moore, he used to play guitar, and they started calling me Shredder because I would show up with all these bags of paper. <laughs> so then there's a 
uh, shop on Lorraine Avenue, Daystar Boutique. Yeah, we know it. So as a young kid, I'm like, I want to, I want mushroom head shirts. I want, I want to find all the stuff I can get with, for mushroom head. So he, we don't have any mushroom head shirts, kid. But there's a guy next door. It's called the Jim Clevo Complex. He might be able to sort you out. I'm like nine, ten. I go knock on this door. And it's Jim Clevo. Oh, what do you want? I'm like, I heard you have mushroom head stuff. <laughs> Where did you hear that from? Oh, the, 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 the wacky tobacco shop. <laughs> like, this is at the time when the level five on Detroit Avenue had burned down. Yeah, right. And Mushroom Head was in the transition of moving from there to Royalton. So all their gear is in here. So I'm a little kid. My favorite band is gear is 20 minutes or 20 feet from me. I don't, I don't know any of this. Takes me in. I see it all, but I'm like, oh, my God. Like, then there's the transfer press. So my grandma, my grandma would drop me off there. All the time. This is school. just by chance that this is like right there. Right there. Right by our house on 116th. Wow. That's where our house was. So we'd go right there. And I would. that's how I learned how to press the t-shirts, the old white mushroom head shirts. I'd be pressing at like 12, these shirts with Jim Clevo. And it's like, this is crazy. So I made all these custom shirts back in the day. And that furthered my relationship with those guys. So I become 15, 16, taking my grandparents' car with no license to go see Mushroom Head <laughs> at Peabody's down under in the, the old Peabody. The flats. Yeah, in the flying machine, taking the car with me and my buddies at 15, you know. <laughs> so begin this relationship with the uh, fans that go and their merch guy, then their sampler, that was Rick back then, who would be their sample guy in uh, 2000. So they need a drum tech at this point. I'm sitting there. I have all the skinny shit written out, every size, charted every, it, oh, everything. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, right. Got all the serial numbers down, everything. Like, we should give the dumb kid a chance. The give the shredder a chance <laughs> to go on tour. So I slowly start doing it, and Tom Schaffner was drum checking at that point. So he's like, "I'm getting out of this. Uh, you should do this." So he puts me into it, and the first tour I did with them was Godsmack and Mushroomhead in Canada for two weeks. Wow. Yeah. That's at the 18 first years old. thing you did. Yeah, like, here, here, deep end of the pool, get out. Like, wow. Yeah, so it's. That's kind of cool, though. It was awesome. And that'll give you the fever like nothing else to keep doing this kind of thing. You want right? to see like, production being done on a professional <laughs> level every day, like these dudes going at it but making their show happen? Like, that was how I learned, like, keep your tail down and be helpful. Yeah. Like, don't be the drunk idiot, which I did learn my first night on the tour. Oh, right off the rip, so, huh? Oh, yeah. 18 years old, having a couple of Smirnoff Ices. I'm outside Godsex bus trying to fight Sully. Go kick your ass. <laughs> Homie's like a black belt in all this shit and could wreck me. And I'm 18-year-old dumb drum tech for the opening band. Like, <laughs> So after that point, I never did that again. Like, I just try to keep my... You learned that was, and, and, and you don't, yeah. so what about as far as the partying goes, like when you're out there though, do you just keep that at a, at a, at a kind of a controllable level when kind you're working, of. as long as you're working? Oh yeah, as long, I would always get my job done, yeah. wait until that trailer was done, then at that age, I'm like, I'm growing up, I'm like living, this is awesome, drinking, Hell yeah. smoking, and doing whatever, man, it's right. party time. Yeah, just watching these guys do it, like getting all the bad examples. And now at this point, are you, are, are you... You're playing drums and all that through all this, though. Like you're oh, a yeah, drummer I'm, I'm already, learning, right? Yeah. yeah. So you're, I'm, I'm watching well, you this say you're learning, play. but you say you're learning, but you at this point you could already play drums for most bands right. and that stuff like that. I mean, yeah. like you're you're just not the Daniel Fox. I now. haven't got to that. Yeah, point right, yet. right, 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 right. But I'm checking out every cat every night. I'm watching Skinny every night. What's he doing? Oh, he's playing to a click. Okay, I got to learn how to play to a click. So you're not in a band at this point. You're just this um, is this is the school. Like you're, uh, you're in I was like, in a band called Literal at that point. Okay, and okay. we're just like a high school, the high school rock off band. Okay, but I'm doing that in between this, and they're like getting pissed at me. You're going on tour. What are we supposed to do with our band, dude? Like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> Like, I, I think this was the right move. <laughs> so, ultimately it was. But, yeah, kind of right. But, yeah, so. I'm, I'm watching Shannon Larkin play every night. Like, I'm watching these great dudes. Then we get shows where our day off, Marilyn Manson's playing in the parking lot of Pops. So, wow. we have all access passes. I'm watching Ginger play all the shit, like how he's counting. And so, that's where I learned growing up. I would just take it all in and never took that for granted. I'd always watch people play, no yeah. matter what. And and, no and, matter and knew tired. you were learning. Knew you yeah. were learning. And, did, like, you... Like, you Put How is he routing that? Why does he have two of these machines that have meters going up like this? And why it's like just so interested in the love of it. Yeah. Like, Did you find that that was kind of weird to be that way to like amongst other people versus other people that didn't seem as interested in you and some of this stuff like as you were like going moving along like 
you were just like, you would be like, dude, isn't that cool? And people would be like, eh. More in like high like, school, like just being a, like so attached to music. Because when I went to high school in Parma, kids really didn't care. They were like, uh, we're going to play football. We're going to go egg people's houses and like do our thing. Yeah, right. Like you guys go play your music. Yeah, yada, yada. Yeah, so, right. Yeah, you'd be rock stars. Oh, right. yeah, right. Yeah. But that's where the mushroom head scene came in. I, like, I met Steve Rockhorse, Schaffner, JC, Rick. And these were people of a like mind that like love stuff like like me. Right, right. Like these dudes are dressing up in the same stuff. They're excited like me. Yeah, right. Like, this is you, awesome. Yeah, you had to listen common big time. Yeah, like, I'm not the loner in my attic in my grandmother's house emulating yeah. this shit by myself. Yeah, you finally have somebody to talk about it with and stuff right. like that. You're, you're not just working it out in your own mind. Yeah, then people that could play, because back then, like, play the bass a little bit, but I could watch Steve play, and, like, he's actually playing, making notes and not yeah, making right. noise, like... And like I, I always admired those guys because that I, I learned a lot through those dudes. So did you slowly get better? Or did you finally one day just hunker down and say I'm just going to lock myself up and just go ballistic and like put it into high speed where you just all of a sudden went to that next level, or did you just gradually? I think a little bit of gradual, we'll just move into it. But I just got a fire under my ass after Dope was on tour with us with Mushroomhead, and I was like, those guys got it. Like the drummer Racy Shea, like incredible incredible like i've taken so much of his stuff and like made my own out of it but just blew my mind like the showmanship like yeah because that's one of the things that you do well thank you yeah i mean you're a great drummer and you're playing great stuff but you have like your motion and your fluidness is 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 almost like dance kind of i mean that's it, it, yeah it's, guy, a, it's yeah. yeah because like you know like how dance moves are like precise and everything's like you're very sync like your arms are always synced up and like it seems like you know exactly where your arms are at all times like the height of them where your sticks yeah. are at i have i have this weird i don't know if it's a phobia but i have this thing where I'm, if i lose my sight i want to be able to play if i lose my hearing and my if I'm blind, I want to be able to still play. So everything's kind of symmetrical on each side. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm uh, ambidextrous too. Oh. My favorite drummer of all time is Ginger from Manson Zombie. And he's a lefty that plays right. And just in case, like, oh, I broke my knee. I can't play with this foot. Yeah. So I can play this way. You can do whatever either way. Like, no matter what. You got to fail safe. That's sweet. Like a redundant drummer. <laughs> <laughs> so I've always just kind of thought about it that way. Yeah. Like the text point of it too, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so do you do – you, have influences at this point also i mean other than other than skinny and and you know like are you outside of the, you know are you latching on to other drummers that you're kind of like emulating and watching and listening well, that was to? with racy it's like i he's on tour with us every night i'm like i just sat behind this kid watched him with videotape him this what's he doing how's he counting this like i try to do this i'm landing on three he's landing on one and making it happen like it would just learn how to count and how to place the stick tricks so your oh, yeah. plane wasn't suffering because that's always fun oh <laughs> shoes in the dryer because you're trying to catch a drumstick and show off yeah true true overacting and all but that. you're not like but you're not listening to like ginger baker or like no. neil peart or like no. any of them you're not, not none of that never none of got that's, into that not, nothing like that's getting no. into you at all even to this day, I've just never got into it. Mostly I, drummers that you know, and mostly drummers that you've been around and worked with, and can they see. Love it. That's 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 way more of an influence. Totally, and then. Well, you're also around a lot of drummers. Yeah, like I think a you're lot. like yeah, a lot more than the average person gets to to be around. I mean, not just drummers in general, but like world class drummer type people, right? right? Like, yeah, yeah, you're you're seeing the best of the best. That's mostly. why I always look forward to the festivals because it's. All right, this dude rules, that guy rules, that guy rules. <laughs> Fuck, I got to work at this time, man. If I hike it over this way, I can see the last couple songs. You like, got to do that? You got to plan oh, out yeah. everything according to, like, the drummers? Was, we did uh, Rockville in Dayton. I was working for Zombie, and the cult was playing, and they were 20 miles apart. And I'm, like, trying to figure out how to get back to Zombie in time. I didn't get to do it, but I love the cult. Like, John Tempesta, he's one of my favorite drummers. Yeah, too. yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. He just kills it. Yeah, dude, like you've been, you've done, you, I mean, like you've done a lot of shit with a lot of people. It sounds like, like a lot. Yeah. A lot. A lot of tours, a See, lot of countries, a lot of miles. Well, here's the, something that I don't understand. Well, maybe I, I don't, it's not that I don't understand it, but do you, do you feel like you're going to lock onto one band to try to like go for the gusto or, or is it, is it, are we living in a world where it's like music is just such a hard thing to like break through anymore because the, there's such, such little money to be made like it versus what it used to be. So yeah. it, it, it serves you better to just be in multiple bands and, and kind of go that route. Is that, that kind of plan your year out ahead and yeah. make it all work. But I'd love to land that one gig where I could 
travel and not have to set up and have my girl come out and yeah. enjoy touring a little more. But I'll always throw down to drum tech and do double duty, triple duty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just love it. Like, it's in my heart. Like, you know, you, you feel something. Like, that's my life is to tour and do music. And that's, I, I feel it. Like, you love it. Like love it's it. not a grind so much for you. I no. mean, like no, it, it, it's like, like something. I say to the zombie crew all the time, and there's a lot of fans in that that work for him too. And it's like this is a vacation. Like I get to work for one of my favorite bands, and they're totally cool. Like when we do rehearsal, just picking up on that too. Rob comes in, kills it. Does every song, kills it. Great mood, walks out, done. Like that's how you do it. Hell yeah, like, just professional. Like. That's how I want to be. Is John Five doing it with Zombie still, or is no, he with Crew? The Crew now. Yeah, yeah. so he, he had to leave Zombie to do the Crew thing, yeah, right? Yeah, now he's got Riggs back, the guy who wrote uh, Hellbelly Deluxe oh, oh, and all cool, like, the cool, super cool. heavy, oh, dirty. Oh, he did get him back then. Yeah. That's cool, though. It's super heavy. How, how is Rob? Is he a pretty cool guy? I haven't. I don't have much interaction with him, no but kidding. he's always very nice. And, hey, man, how you doing? Like, I don't want to bother these guys. No, no, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you, but, you know, some of them are more, you know, like... Yeah, yeah. like, like Personable. Out, yeah, you know, not, not everybody... But I'm just curious. Yeah, we've you know? been in those where like, you can't look them in the eye. You got to get out of the hallway. We got to stop loadout so they can walk through to watch the band. And it's like, it happens. Rob, Rob Zombie walks right through and, you know, give a yeah, fuck. Yeah, it's, it's not like, <laughs> and, and he's a pretty popular guy at these days. You know right. what I mean? Like, pretty... He's very distinguishable in the crowd. And he's <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah. Like, there's something admirable about that. Just showing up, doing your gig and yeah, not bringing other people down with your bad, if you had a bad day. And bringing everyone else down. Yeah, we, that, we have well, artists like that. Like they have a shitty day. Well, all of you are going to have a shitty day. Yeah. Well, the, and, and that's we, cool too. You know, it is what it is. Misery loves company. Yeah. And 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 some people are just made for drama, man. Yeah. I used to be like that. I I used to love revving people up. Like with Mushroom Head, I love getting Rick revved up in Ventana. <laughs> just we knew how to push each other's. Buttons. Yeah, it's fun, man. It's fun. Just that brotherly, like just rousing each other. Yeah. Like making yeah. fun of each other. Causing a problem that doesn't need to be a problem just right. to watch someone. This is just aggravating. But you have to grow up, though. Yeah. You can't do that all the time. That's when you alienate your friends, your bandmates, your work, coworkers. You can't take it too seriously. Don't right. take yourself too seriously. That's you the last thing. I usually don't have eyebrows all the time. I'm 40 years old. Shave my eyebrows thinking I'm in the Marilyn Manson fan again <laughs> in 2023. All right. We're going to take a quick break, man. Right out. We come back in a couple minutes uh, with Mr. Daniel Fox. Yeah, dude. You're listening to Level Up Cleveland. What's up, everybody? This is Don Foose from One Life All In, The Spud Monsters, Run Devil Run, Lifeline, and my solo band, Foose. I'm coming at you live to let you know I have a new book out called Motivate Me. It's a memoir of inspirational quotes, stories, and life lessons. This book takes you through my life and shows how I've handled adversity firsthand by the inspiration of others. If you lack enthusiasm but want to make goals in life and get after them, then this book is for you. To order, go to my website at foosforlife.com, F-O-O-S-E-F-O-R-L-I-F-E.com, foosforlife.com. I'd like to send a big shout-out to Big Bry. And Pat, the producer at Level Up Cleveland, for making a platform for hometown musicians and artists like myself to promote our bands and projects. This is Don Foose signing off for the Level Up Cleveland podcast. Peace out. everybody with daniel fox from every band that i already mentioned ventana dope twisted drum tucks for zombie static x mud vein <laughs> mud vein too yeah yeah we start uh july 12th rehearsals for that for the summer july 12th and then and wait a minute yeah, yeah. so how so, so <laughs> well, that that's before the seven dust static x dope tour so that's another thing you're, you're squeezing in there before that yeah and before that starts uh i have one more zombie show before the so this is going to be recorded this this is going to be recorded before yeah and, and come out and this, will, this will not come out yet but yeah. but still so you got you so you're doing <laughs> that too and that what's that a one week two week thing month uh, that one's going to be eight weeks altogether. so, so eight weeks yeah so how do you get ready for the next tour and then go out for that? How like what what does it take to get ready for a tour? Like what what does it entail? 
a lot of communication via email, text. Like you get your production managers. Hey, this is what we need. Do your orders. Here's what we're going to do for this tour. We might have scaffolding. We might have LED screens. I'm talking about like rehearsal problems. Oh, rehearsal? Session. Yeah, like do you guys do you have to do much rehearsing at all or is, it, is everybody just homework? Everyone and does their own show stuff up. and show up and do your gig. That's you it. Know? know what your guys want and execute. Beautiful. We just did it with Twisted. Like my, my boss, sorry, bleh. my buddy Sean, who's our drummer, he had a, I think he had a house gig and couldn't do the tour. So he hit me up. Hey, can you cover for me? We did one rehearsal, and then we met up about four weeks later and did the tour. Nice. And in Cleveland was our first night at the House of Blues. Now, when that happens, do you notice like, like a, a tightness that progresses, like as the tour goes on, and the band oh, yeah. gets better, and everything? Yeah. So the last with couple anything, shows yeah. are yeah, right. Same the last with, couple shows are great. Yeah. Same with the crew. Normally, with a tour, first week get it all together, but a second, third week. Solid. Yeah, and that's pretty much how it is any, with all bands, pretty much. Yeah. You, you agree that's pretty much you how you group. get out there? Yeah. yeah, right, 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 right. You learn how to live with people, then you figure <laughs> out everything. and That's a big part of it, though, isn't it? It is. Though? Like, the, just, just the whole entire, like the, like, the stuff that has nothing to do with music whatsoever. Right. The stuff that's just about, like, getting along. Your demeanor, how you can react to a situation, you know. Yeah. It doesn't help to, if something goes wrong at the text point of view. Don't get all flustered. Just calmly make it happen. Let your guy know, hey, I see what's going on. I'm going to get it. You, they want their dude under control. Right, yeah. You, yeah. Want to, you want your drummer or whoever you're working for to do their job, and they don't have to, so they don't have to worry. So they right. can just go up there and play. Right, that's the whole, that's the whole yeah. reason they got you there. Right, that's what you're supposed to do. Now, who drum techs for you? Um, I have a little dude named Gavin Thomas. He's a green cat. I, you probably met him around here. He hangs out with the Bittersweet Revenge guys. Oh, really, 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 really? Yeah. He's awesome. He's one of those dudes where squeaky eel, uh, squeaky wheel gets the oil. Oh, yeah. Like, he would hit me up. Hey, man, I want to go on tour. Hey, I want to go on tour. Like, just fucking kid, man. <laughs> like, it reminded me of myself hitting up, like, skinny. Hey, man, I, can I be your drum tech? Like, but and it kind of humbled me in a bit, in a way, just getting to see it from that side, being 38 right. now. Yeah. Not being some young little kid. And, yeah, Gavin. So, much props to you, Gavin Thomas. <laughs> The kid is second day of tour. He we got we need a guy out there because I'm drum teching, playing bass and dope. Chrissy's playing drums and dope, teching all the screens. Like we need another guy. We're getting beat up. So I'm like, I know this kid from Cleveland. He annoys me every day wanting to come on tour. He's got the attitude. So I hit him up. Like, hey dude, you want to come out? When's my flight? <laughs> Homie never flew before. He's like, what do I take on the plane? I'm like, it's like a six week tour, dog. Pack your bag, it goes under, put all your toiletries in the under bag, and just bring your book bag on the thing. Oh, I have two flights. What does this mean? Like, oh, so you had a... <laughs> it's five in the morning. Like, I'm trying to sleep. I'm texting, trying to get my, my, your young, drum my young drum tech to come. But he killed it, though. And another thing, his vibe. People are screaming at him. He's a green kid. He doesn't know what he's doing. Like, you idiot. Took it with stride. He's like, let it right off his back. Didn't care. Like, that's how you got to be. Nice. Don't take it so personal. Nice. So you approve of the guy. Yeah. He's a good tech. Killed it. Nice job. He's good weird. Job. Weird, but. <laughs> well, they all are. He's a musician. Good kid. Good kid. He's a budding yeah. musician, right? He's another one. Yeah. Of the, like, so that of course, too. He yeah. plays drums, and he wants it. That's the, when someone wants it, you can't ignore that. Yeah. You, do you know what people do when they want it? They, they go get a whole bunch of, like, magazines, and they shred them up into bags. <laughs> That's what you do, <laughs> you know. You do, I man. wanted to be a part of Mushroomhead so so bad that I would shred paper just to be like I shred paper for Mushroomhead. Yeah, I'm and, twelve years old. And <laughs> truth and truth be told, like you look back on this stuff, if you don't do all these little things, like the, the, as stupid as they may seem, you're probably never in Mushroomhead. You're probably no. none of that probably ever. I'm happens. probably working at some job that I hate because I I would have given like up everybody else. Yeah, yeah. You know? It's it's hard. Like. I just very appreciative for what I've gotten to do in my time on the earth with the bands that I've gotten to do it with. Like, and, and okay, speak of that now. So, so we, we kind of were telling the story a little bit, and we were kind of like, and and you're so it's so easy to get off track with you because at some point down your road, there's like all these yeah. So we and we just took one doing? and we were just like oh let's go over here. Um, but yeah, so you 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 were you're in the band in high school. Yeah, literal. You go on the first tour. You get the option to go on the first tour at Mushroom Head. And and these poor sad guys are like really, and so you were like, yeah, dude. It's opening doors, whether you yeah, you're right. so or not. And like, so they they they're like, fine, you go. They end up kind of like dissolving. They just kind of go away. Yeah. 
and now and now this is your first tour at Mushroomhead. You come back. What 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 what's changed for you now at this point? Like how what your life is different. Yeah, like do I do I want to do this? Like I went on that first one. Like I don't know if I want to be away from home. Like so I bowed out of the next one. Didn't go on the next one. Oh, you didn't go to the yeah, next yeah. tour. Like, I don't. I'm not into this. I there was some girl I liked and it's oh. like, I love her. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so I found, I'm 18, 19 year old kid. You know, I I never experienced any of that. And, there, and these older guys are like, "What are you doing?" Like, I'm just learning through osmosis. You got to learn. <laughs> yeah. So Schaffner fills in for me. He's like, I don't want this either. You can have this back. So I come back. Everything just going on tours with those guys. And Dope comes on a tour. They offered me to play for the opening band, Nocturne, which is uh, Lacey, who was on Rock of Love with Brett Michaels, oh. the crazy redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I played with her band because Edsel and Skinny always worked out for me. Like, I could play for an opening band. I ended up being in Crossbreed because of that. They'd always look out for me and, like, get me gigged with the bands that wanted to buy on or that would be on the tour. Oh, I so see. A lot of it came through that. That's cool. So played for them. Then Racy was going through a little rough patch at that time. Throws a six-pack of beer through the front of the bus window at the machine shop in Flint. So they had a bad night. He gets let go, and the next day, I play in Dope. Like, Edsel goes to me at that night, like, yo, you're going to play in Dope, dude. You're playing the next night. I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I'm like, and I sat on the bus with the Skinny's V-Drum pads all night, annoying those guys all night, playing the Dope songs in the front lounge of the bus. Went the next day, did it. Killed it. You got you got to have the balls. Like it's not like mean in a bad way, but you just no gotta no have no. I that. know you like, mean. You got to get past all the the butterflies, and then everybody's yeah. gonna have that part. But you just right. gotta walk right through it. Just, you just gotta walk fearless, you know. Yeah, dude. I was I was nineteen or twenty. I was twenty, and went up there play with my heroes at that time. You know, they're still my heroes, but just went up there just fearless and just killed it. And each time this happens, this is another, like, notch of confidence that you now have built yeah. inside you. Were, now, were, I'm in dope now. All right, now I can move on to the next climbing up this mountain. That's what it's all about. Edsel explains it great. He's like, just climbing the mountain, man. Yeah. Cutting off that excess weight that's holding me back, climbing up the mountain. Do You gain knowledge here, climb a little higher, and just don't let people bring you down on that mountain. Yeah, that's, man. That's very important, too. And it, it, But, yeah, but... you. Ability and and uh, drive help. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like you take know what no, I mean. Take no shit. Drive like, is the key. Like, like I, I think that's the main key is people who don't have like a, a off button. They're not looking so much in the rearview mirror. They're because they're looking ahead all the time type right. thing. That's that's the most important thing I yeah. think. You know, a lot of musicians like to rust on their laurels, or they they just don't feel like they have it. They're not that willing to take give up. Yeah, I and mean, you like never you, know. It's like at that next that next step could have been it. But you just, you give up and. Or you're just afraid. You're afraid. Fear. You're afraid, you know, like out of fear itself, you know. And it's okay to be afraid, you know. People like, a lot of people try to be tough, but it's okay to be afraid. And it's okay to be emotional too about stuff. Well, even, even at that moment when you're in, when you're in high school and you're in a band, you know, your whole world is wrapped up in high school when you're in high school. All your friends, you know, and these guys you're in a band with, I'm sure these are your best friends. These are the dudes that, you know, at that time, you know, before your mushroom head thing, it's like, we're you know, buddy brothers. We're going to make blah. it together, bro. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. So so when you have this moment where you have the option now where you're like st- sitting there and you're looking at this mushroom head thing, which, you know, a lot of people in this world are like, oh, what's going to happen? Are you going to be a rock star? Oh, oh really? You're gonna go set the drums oh, up. yeah. You're going to go, like, you know, like, yeah. and, and you just said, fuck yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm going to figure you know? out. I'm going to drum tech for this dude. I'm going to figure out my path through. So I'm going to figure it out. And yeah. like just like the literal ending and going to the mushroom head, it's kind of how mushroom head ended. And I went into Marilyn Manson, like at the end of the mushroom head, I was just kind of like, all right, I want an out from this. I'm not really into this. And I just built myself up. I'm in the band I'm the water drummer. I'm playing drums too. I'm doing merch. Like I'm doing a bunch of shit. I finally got my status. Then I get a call. Hey, Marilyn Manson needs a drum tech. Like, oh shit. Because and you get a call from who? Like this how is the the front of house guy, great friend of mine, George Chapman. We went through, we did mayhem with them for four days in two thousand nine. It was Marilyn Manson, Slayer, Kill Switch Engage, and wow. Bullet for My Valentine. Bullet for My Valentine didn't make four shows, so Mushroom Head got thrown in the mix. So we played Blossom, DTE in Detroit and Pittsburgh. 
I make friends with the Manson crew and like hanging out, like, oh, there's all their shit. This is awesome. Like, there's Ginger's drums. Oh, this is cool. Like, learning, learning, learning. Make friends with him. We roll through his house gig on a Mushroomhead tour, and somebody in the band's not being so nice that day, complaining about the sound and all this shit. And it's the front of house guy for Manson's equipment, top notch stuff, and just giving him shit. So he's seen the situation I was in. He's like, I'm going to get you a job with Manson doing something. I'll, when I call, just be ready to go. So he called when we we're at mid tour with Mushroom Head and Head BE. So I'm like, it was on and off. You got the gig, you didn't get the gig. You got the gig, you didn't get the gig. So it, finally, I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to go into tour Mushroom Head. He calls in the middle of the tour. Hey, if you got your passport, send it in. You're going to come out. So we had a big fight on the Mushroom Head tour that day. And I literally took my passport an hour before that fight had happened. And I was so fucking scared in my mind. Like, what am I doing? I'm so terrified right now to make this choice. I'm going to go here. All these guys are saying I'm going to get fired within the first week. So I made that choice, no matter how scared I was, and I made it. I went, and I went to work with him for almost eight years. Wow. Yeah. No One shit. The, the guy notoriously that can't work with the guy. If you work with him, you're good for life on your resume. Went with him for eight years. Wow. Yeah. Dude, that's an awesome story. Yeah, and this same thing. Did Manson, then moved on to Static X, went that way. Now, did, now Static X came through the Manson thing, the gig? Is no, that, no, that came through uh, friends through the just, just and, yeah, yeah, just networking yourself they, and just meeting. They're going to come out. Dope's going to open up the tour. You're going to drum tech for them. And like, I'm in. Sounds crazy. Static X coming back with, uh, without Wayne, huh? I'm in. So that was that. <laughs> now, now for people who don't know, what, what's a drum tech's job? It, it, pretty much, like I mean, besides um, besides setting up, you know, being basically in charge of getting everything set up. Usually entails setting up a drum riser, eight by eight, eight by six legs, push it in, set the kit up. Usually the drum tech sets the, does a playback. If there's any tracks or anything, clicks and all that, set those up, tune them up, get the sound check good, get your artists up there, let them rip, That's tear it. it down. Put it away. Load your truck. And then during the gig, you're just making sure that everything, if anything goes wrong, you're you're yep. there to you're there to immediately uh, aid. A lot of body language, at least for me, just knowing just knowing your guy. Just like if something's wrong, you can tell by how he's kind of squirming around. Like yo, what's Ginger's a great one for it. Yeah, I see him fidgeting around. Like all right, what's wrong? All right, there, <laughs> pointing to six different symbols. Like, <laughs> but you see it, like okay, I got it. Like you try to calm him down. Like I got it calmly. I got it. And for me as a drummer. Having a guy to do that, that rules. Yeah. That, that knows you and... That you can trust. Yeah. As long as you trust them and you don't have to think about it, and you're right. not worrying about that, you still They're got... an extension of you. Yeah. And that, that's oh, yeah, that's that's know? cool. That's a good way of putting it. And I love doing that. I love being able to solve a problem. Like, you don't even have to see what he mouths to you. Mushroom had helped me a lot with that, with the mask. You get a lot of... Oh. oh. Lassie's, the barn's on fire. <laughs> cool. Trigger, gotcha. Like... Yeah, they have the ability to communicate. Like, if something's wrong with Skinny, it'd be the big eyes. Like, okay, trigger, something's up. Like, that's important, you know? And you only learn that by doing it. Yeah, right. You guys don't have a conversation ahead of time, basically, and go, hey, when the eyes get big. When they get big, (laughs) those triggers better be fixed. No, it's just like, all right, homeboy, all right, I got it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You learn. What about what about anything during during teching? Did you ever have anything where everything just crashed and burned on the night? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Every time we go to Denver, Colorado, I don't know why. Oh, our, it's in the it's in the air, maybe it was something like, so, like Manson, Mushroomhead, Dope, Static. Every time, like computer racks, keyboards, drums. I don't know, but you get through it. Yeah, I mean the get, the show has to comp- you got to get all the way to the end somehow. Yeah, you got to figure it out. Yeah, does, it get, does that get you ever get like panicky about shit when it really goes bad? Like when you're the, oh, yeah. everybody's just like, oh fuck. Yeah, I can just imagine like you know you never hear about that stuff, but oh, it yeah. has to happen, right? It just has. Australia, to. we were doing some Manson shows, and the intro's running, which I run off the computer, and it's going down. And I, it's just the show is starting, and he's on stage, and like you hear on the radio, what is going on? What's going on? Like. <laughs> The computers are down. I'm trying to start the intro over, and it's like it's 
back in the day, it takes like a minute for the computer to go back up. And it's just like, you're just, uh, but you got to remain calm. Yeah. Cause you can't you speed gotta, it up. Getting panicky doesn't speed up oh, the no. process. Oh no. It's like being in the shark with the, or being in the water with a shark and just flashing around. Like, yeah. Get me out of here. Yeah. 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 So what do you, what do you see for yourself in the future? Except for like, I mean, when I say that, I'm not talking about. Obviously, we've already discussed you got some tours coming up and stuff like that. But I mean, like, here you are. You're in your 30s now, right? I mean, yeah. like, and approaching and, 40 quickly. Yeah, and, and and I mean, like, like, what are you thinking about as far as that goes? Like, is, are you are you just gonna just continue to do what you're doing and just just because it's like fun and you're doing it and you're making it all happen that way? I mean, is that kind of where your head is? I think I'll always in a capacity tour, but I'd really like to just acquire some farmland in a house and do the animal thing. Like my girl, she's big on animals rescuing. Like that's where I want to be. I want to do animals. I always want to do music, but I want to do. You like the idea of being away from the the urban community and kind of getting out there and getting some, some land and doing that kind of thing more with the earth. And like we go walking a lot on the trails and just kind of getting that vibe going on. Heck yeah. Yeah, just more peaceful and not constant noise and click tracks and, you know. Just the complete opposite of what you do all the time when you're into the music part. The complete antithesis so that you can, like, get away from that. Yeah, and for me, coming with age, like, I don't have to go play a big show or a small show or any show. I can sit and play on my drums in my basement and play Madison Square Garden in my head, like, I don't have to go play these big That's shows. So like cool, I just man. love playing drums. Because you've done it. Yeah. What's the biggest show you've played? Do you know what the, um, the number is? The crowd? Probably could... the Maximus Festival with Manson in Brazil and Argentina. And you were playing drums on the, uh, for percussion that? Percussion and keyboards. Oh, oh, oh. oh. And drum teching, too. Drum At the same time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty wild. It's awesome, man. Like, Twiggy's up there. Adam's running around crazy, and it's like, I won the lot. I won. <laughs> like, I, I don't need a platinum record. I don't need to write this monumental hit to me i got to be on stage with my heroes like, yeah man is it is that just like i mean i know the word surreal gets thrown around it, all the time but that's that's got to be what it is you're just sitting there you're like there's no fucking it's way this insane is really when happening. you think about how many people are on the earth and the thing that you like love the most the music and like the people that you looked up to are now your friends and your homies that are at arm's length and like care about you and like reach out to you yeah like, that's crazy to me funny thing is is those like n- none of you guys that have gotten to the point where you're at you know Won the lottery, right. like 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 you 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 know win a lot to win the lottery you just play the lottery. The story with you guys is always the same. There was perseverance. There was there was all kinds of things that happened. Choices in the you know forks in a row where you made the right choice, even right. though it was the unpopular choice type yeah. things. That story resonates a lot to get to that point. Like you have to do this. You have to be one to take risks, chances, yeah. and and it's all for the love. It's for the, if you don't love it, you don't, it's, it's for the love. Like I can't, it's, you can feel it through your veins. Yeah, man. I was watching this uh, documentary on the ultimate warrior of all things. I love the ultimate warrior growing up. Like that dude was just fearless. Like I'm going to shake these ropes. I'm crazy. <laughs> and it's like, until you're, he says in, before he died, when you take your last breath and if your last heartbeat, if your legacy touches on those and like resonates through the veins, like that's all that matters. Like, that's how I feel. My, my my minuscule little piece on this earth matters to some people. Like hell yeah. Like that's what it's all about. Influencing people. That's what I want to do too. I want to influence like the younger cats. Really? Now what about like teaching uh, music? I, do, I did one drum clinic in my buddy's rock school in Newport Ritchie, Florida. The rock box angel. He plays for a lot of the bands that I played for. But I I dig that a lot. Have you thought about doing something like that? Because there's I've a lot of stuff. I tried to do it like. We've been trying forever to get on this show together. I've been trying to do one in Cleveland, but it just doesn't line up. But I'm going to. But I just want to educate, you know. And it's not so much like, here's how to play drums. Right, not so maybe in a classroom. But... Right, but to the kid who, who's like me. I grew up in a hoarder situation. I don't know who my dad is. I really don't talk to my mom. My grandparents raised me. Okay. They're gone now. But I know when we play shows, there's the same kid in the crowd just like me. Yeah. Like, I want that kid to get that reassurance that I didn't have that you can do the shit. Like, I watched Manson on Headbangers Ball in 94. Like, that's my band. I love those guys. (laughs) And somehow, with those balls and the gull, I made it there. Yeah. Like, that's what I want. I want kids to feel that, that you can do it. You can do it. 
anything you put your mind to. Yeah, right. Like, it just takes perseverance, though. You gotta, right. you gotta continue to go, 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 to. go, 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 go. And there's times you're gonna hate it. There's times you're not gonna like yourself. There's, you just gotta do it. Yeah, there's, there's there, you know, like the, you, the problem I think that people have today too is that they just heard that so many times. You know, you just gotta keep going. You just gotta follow your dreams. You got, but yeah. there's, there's so much truth to it, and there's so there's much to that that that's that like if, if you you may not win by doing this, but you won't if you don't. Right. You if that's, never that's know the, if you yeah. don't try. You yeah, know? you can't do it without it, man. And you can't let other people deter you from what you want to do. Like this talking, there's a lot of talking shit with the yeah. social media. Like everyone's a critic. That's cool. But some people get eaten alive with that. Like, oh my God, they said this about me. Like, fuck them. <laughs> right. Like, straight up. Especially social media, which is just a, a bunch of crap. It's a lot of people. It's usually some dude with a fucking neck beard who hates his life and doesn't like what he's doing. So he's got to take it out on you. Yeah. And crush someone else's dreams. Well, the other thing is when we were growing up, Pat and I, if you were to say that to somebody, you were usually in their face. And right. so you had to be able to take That's a right. punch to your face if you said some stuff that these people are saying. Right. And, and now it, it's just it like, it's it so silly. And it's like, why so much negativity? I know it's cliche, but it's like, it doesn't take anything to bring people up. No, man. Like, that's And this show, that's what, you know, that's one of the reasons why a guy like you, when I have a guy like you on the show that has a lot of success in what they're doing, I like to try to nitpick you and say, what did you do? Like, 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 what, what do you think got you here? Because I want people that are watching and kids, like you said, if, yeah. if they're watching this to be like, oh, you know, right. like he did it. Yeah, that dude, he dropped out of high school. I think, I like, think that's, I think the one thing that, um, I think it was Lars Ulrich I just saw him the other day say, he said, when, when I was first getting into music, it was Deep Purple and it was all that stuff. And I, he's like, I, I loved music. I, he's like, I watched him. I loved it. He's like, but when I heard the new wave of he British heavy metal, that's when I said, oh, I can do that. Right. And, and, and it made me realize it's like, it's, it's when you realize that you can do it. That you have a chance. That if it's you, endless. Yeah, right. You gotta like, like you gotta like give you yourself a chance, man, that you yeah. can do this kind of thing, man. And if you can feel it within you, you know it. Like if you just unlock it. That's yeah. all you gotta do is unlock it. Oh yeah, man. Like I used to be a scared little guy in my first shows, but then I just came this monster that just like yeah, no prisoners like yeah i see how you, you could just see your whole demeanor when you're everything about what you're doing up there, it's like you can't wait to get to that kit. That's all I... Yeah, you're just like, oh, ah, yeah, you're I, like, I used to play in my garage, so I'd play anytime I wanted to, but then the cops started coming a lot. And <laughs> yeah. So now I got my stuff set up at Rick's Haunted House, and I can't jam until after Value City closes at 10 o'clock. Oh, so I got to wait all day. I'm go. like, I get all my new gear coming. I'm like, I can't wait to go play these new symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you got to get the hell out into the country, dude. Yeah, like, I know. The, That's you my know. dream. Just have my kit set up out there so I can play all the time. And, yeah, dude. Hell yeah. yeah. You can have everybody come out there and play, right. you know, and, and who yeah. gives a shit? No one, yeah, it'd be great. So, so let's go over this again. So, you got coming up. Uh, the first thing we got coming up from here will be Machine Killer, the Machine Killer North American tour with Static X and Seven Dust and Dope and Dope, which is that that's who you'll be with. Yeah, yeah. And that's gonna be like you're, you're, the first show is gonna be here. Is that how that's gonna be, or where are you guys starting um, that at? I'm not even sure. I just I looked at the ad mat. I seen the crazy comic look at thing, and I didn't look at the dates. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but. I think we're skipping a lot because there's a lot of radius clauses because Seven Dust was just out with Tremani, oh. call it. But so you can't go to some places because you were just there. So no kidding, that's how that works. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And people don't understand that you're not coming to my place. You guys suck. You hate <laughs> us. Like no, we love coming to playing shows. But do you so think there's something about Cleveland? What's that? Do you think there's something about Cleveland and bands not coming to Cleveland? Do you think there's something to that or? I think with lack of venues and like. Yeah, like event. We lost the Odeon. Yeah, we still had the Agora, but you lost the ballroom side, so you lose a lot of the small shows, like our Ventanas and local bands can do, and some of the smaller bands. So yeah, there's a great place in Lakewood. I think it's called the Mercenary. I can't remember the name of it. We play there with Ventana, but they're kind of there. But there's not a lot of places to play. Yeah, like. So that's what you think it is, just a lack of venues mostly yeah. for the, some of the bigger bands? That, and the little places that we have are sometimes booked up when the tour comes through and yeah. they don't have an open date for you. So yeah, a lot yeah. of times you lose and go to a secondary market or somewhere else. Cool, cool, cool. Because a day off on tour is quite expensive with a yeah. crew and hotel rooms and gas and yeah, it's man. crazy. Yeah, dude, they just it's a loss. It's, just, it's all yeah. loss. That's why we had to double up in tech and – yeah. It's not a money grab like a lot of people say for some of these bands. It's like 
I drive an Elantra. I got to risk my car getting stolen every fucking day. I got a <laughs> club on my shit. Like, no one's them Hondas, man. Yeah, yeah they like, just want to steal them. Like <laughs> my girlfriend. I wake up one. hopeful every morning when I see my car in the parking lot. <laughs> so it's like no one's making millions off. We're just not anymore, man. Love, yeah, you know? it's not like that anymore, man. That's you gotta, right. yeah, you gotta, you gotta tour constantly for decades yeah. to make any money. Yeah, and then, like the static guys. Those I've never seen a harder working group of dudes that are very humble. Yeah. And Tony, Koichi, Ken, like I work for Ken, the drummer. He's helped me a lot as like a like a father figure, I guess you could say. He's like, You need to chill out a little bit, man. So I, I'm sometimes high strung and so I've had <laughs> You're a him. drummer, dude. That's yeah. what you guys are like. You're and all I like... drink like ten energy drinks a day, so I'm always like oh, wired and, that helps. <laughs> oh yeah. Then I eat like a six-year-old, as Matt would, from Mudvayne would say. He's like, you eat like a six-year-old. So your metabolism's off. Oh, it's children. horrible. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, when we'd be in Europe, no matter what, I'd find a McDonald's. Like, I'd get on a lime scooter <laughs> in Belgium, like, cruising on this thing 17 miles. go get some cheeseburgers. Like, <laughs> I can't eat. I'm a very picky eater. Like they say, I'm a six-year-old. Pizza and ch- plain cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't, you don't even like everything on them. You have no, specific. No, plain. My, my whole day's ruined if my food comes in. It's destroyed. I got you. All right, dude, that's all time we got, but I really appreciate you coming down. This was a lot of fun, dude. You're a super interesting dude. Oh, thank you. Super interesting, dude. You are, dude. You're one of the more talented people that are around. I mean, I love having guys like you in here who can really represent. You Um, know what I mean? I'm very glad to represent Cleveland. Big time. My dying day. Cleveland is my home. Yeah, I love, love it here. I love it, man. It's a, and, and and there's a lot of good metal comes out of Cleveland, a lot yeah. of great metal musicians, and you're just one of them, man. It's awesome. But I, I'm so glad you, you came. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Very proud to be from here. All right. Check them well, out. Go on. Check out the tour with Static X and Seven Dust, with, playing with Dope. Yeah. That'll be in October. Yeah. And I'm sure there'll be another one. Yeah, and then right after that, just follow them. Right. Facebook? Go on your Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Fox. All right. That's it. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out. This has been Level Up Cleveland. There's a new episode every week. Available now on all streaming services. You can catch every episode of Level Up Cleveland on YouTube. Till next week, rock on. I'm in a bag. That'll be fine.